When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast, For the Health of It. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. Uh, We're gonna talk today about breast cancer. Now, the reason we're gonna do this is my sister passed away of breast cancer. I have uh, somebody in my extended family who did very well and survived breast cancer. And a lot of patients come to us with breast cancer. And a lot of people have questions as to what they should do. Now, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not telling you what you should do or shouldn't do. What I am saying is these are some of the alternatives and some options that are available to you. And then you can talk to your doctor, your family, your team, and decide what treatment's going to be best for you. And the reason I'm doing this is many times you don't know what options are available to you. You go to one doctor and they say, this is all there is. There's only uh, uh, complementary therapy. There's only IV therapies. There's only surgery. There's only chemotherapy. Not true. There's a lot of options out there, and I want to share this information so that you have a better understanding as to what's happening. Now, breast cancer isn't what it was 20 years ago. The survival rate is climbing, greater awareness, more detection, advances in treatment. There's about 268,000 Americans who are diagnosed with breast cancer every year. So there's a lot of reasons, way more reasons to be hopeful with breast cancer than there is to not be. So doing a lot of things together, if it were me, that's what I would do. I would do a combination of treatments. Now, men get breast cancer too. It's not just women. So it's important that you understand that there's options out there and they work together very nicely. That's what's good about this. They don't conflict because people say like about supplements. Well, Dr. Joe, if I take uh, nitric oxide, can I take it if I'm taking blood pressure medication? Well, the answer is yes, you can take it because they work together. The nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels and the the medicine can actually lower your blood pressure. The nitric oxide, in many cases, helps lower blood pressure. And then you have to decide what route to go after that. Do you continue with a good diet and supplements or do you go with the medicine? I've never, in my 37, 38 years in practice, have ever told a patient not to take medication. I can say, why don't we work together with your doctors and let's try to get the best treatment for you. And that's what we're talking about today. So breast cancer is no symptoms, but it can be noticed. Uh, you might notice something uh, that you might want to get checked out by your medical doctor. A painless lump in the breast. Painless is the key there. Remember that. Uh, changes in breast size or shape, swelling in the armpit, nipple changes, discharge. These are all can be signs that, you know what, I better go get this checked. And it's okay to go get it checked. I had a toothache the other day. Went to my dentist, and I thought the worst. And he looked at it, he x-rayed it, he took a look at it. He said, no. He says, your teeth are hitting, as you get older, things change in your body. Your teeth are hitting a little bit. Let me just balance out your bite a little bit. And it was done. 
So it could have been worse. It could have been infection. It could have been a rotten tooth, but it wasn't. It was just something minor. So I love testing. I love MRIs. I love x-rays. I love CAT scans. I love all these tests because I like finding out where the problem is so that, or not, so that we know how to treat it. When patients come in and say, Dr. Joe, I've been to all these different doctors. I've had all these different tests. Good. Now we know what it's not. Now let's see if we can figure out what it is. And that's how I want you to think about breast cancer. Don't get nervous if you find these things. Let's just go get it checked. Uh, signs of inflammatory breast cancer. It's rare. It's a fast-growing type. It rarely causes a distinct lump. Instead, the breast skin become thick and red and look pitted, kind of like an orange peel. So if you see breast tissue looking like that, it's something you want to go to your doctor about. Uh, the area might feel warm or tender and small bumps, kind of like a rash. So if you have that, like I said, good idea to get a check. Doesn't necessarily mean that there's a problem. It just means we're going to get it checked. Now, traditionally, the, uh, the way they test it now is mammograms. Uh, I've never had a mammogram. I cannot speak for a mammogram, uh, but it helps with early detection. Now, some people say, well, Dr. Joe, you can use thermography. And thermography is where you measure heat of the body, and you can measure the heat of the breast. And it's a, an alternative treatment. And sometimes it can spot things really early on. Sometimes it can't. So my approach, if my opinion, if I had it, I would do the thermography, and if nothing showed up, then I might consider doing a mammography, okay? Um, again, if something showed up on a thermography, we kind of know right away where it is, and then we can kind of go ahead and treat. So it's certainly something to consider that thermography, although it's not recognized traditionally by National Institutes of Cancer, whatever the group is, um, it's something that you could add to an alternative complementary treatment. That's what we're going to use, complementary treatment. Uh, you can do ultrasound or MRI. It's kind of like taking a picture inside the body. Uh, breast ultrasound can help you find cysts, fluid-filled sacs, and, and that most oftentimes aren't cancer. So once again, you may have to do several different tests to try to figure out what's going on. Uh, you might get an MRI uh, with, if you get a ma mammogram with it as part of your routine tests. Uh, again, these are all things that I find very safe. I don't have a problem with these. The mammogram, there's some questions. Do you squeeze the breast tissue? Can you spread the cancer? I don't know. I don't think there is an answer out there. Some doctors say yes, some doctors say no. That's why I'd say I'd start with a, a thermography, and if it doesn't find something and I have other symptoms, then I might want to consider it. Now, officially, you should go get your mammograms. That's what I'm going to say is your official statement because I have, I'm a doctor. I have to follow the rules, but there are other things that might be options to you as well. Self-exams, for years, I remember they were teaching it to girls, do your self-exam, do this, feel underneath. Well, it turns out that these exams play a very small role in finding breast cancer compared to other testing. Uh, the current thinking is more important to know your breasts and know if there's any changes. We look at ourselves in the mirror. We look at our bodies. We know as we get older, things change. Some days we feel fat. Some days we feel skinny. Now, there, you kind of know if something's different. And if it's not just a little bit of aging going on, it's something you might want to do. But breast self-exams really doesn't seem to, they didn't find a whole lot uh, once they taught them that women were finding or men were finding any issues there. So what happens? What happens? You see something, you find a lump, there's something wrong. Don't panic. 80% of breast lumps aren't cancerous. So you have a very high rate of non-cancerous diagnostics, diagnosis is coming in here. Uh, it often turns out there's harmless cysts, there's tissue changes, sometimes related to the menstrual cycle. Let your doctor know right away if you find something unusual. And if it is cancer and it's found early, uh, it's better to treat it. Now, again, we talk about this all the time. The earlier we can get to finding anything, the easier it is. 
Now, my team of doctors, chiropractors, pain management doctors, nutritionists, we rather get to the patient when it first happens. And we have patients come to us all the time, just like breast cancer doctors do. And they say, you know, gosh, Dr. Joe, I've had this pain for 20 years. What'd you do about it? Nothing. I had one epidural. It helped a little bit. Then the pain came back. It didn't do anything. So the earlier we can detect anything, the better off it's going to be. So when patients have neck pain and back pain and shoulder pain and numbness and tingling, if you're in a car accident, you have an injury, hit your head, come see us for that. Don't come see us if you find something with your breast. I'm just letting you know there's options out there, but that's not our field. That's where you want to go to a specialist. We're specialists in pain management, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, nutrition, digestive issues. My team of doctors are really good at that. So if you find something, you want to know what doctor to go to. In fact, we're putting together a group. Uh, it's called Health Plus Connections. And it's not just doctors. It's going to be anyone in the health field. It could be a therapist. It could be somebody who does carpet cleaning or natural house cleaning or um, uh, oils that may help you know, uh, make the house smell nice. So we're putting together a group of people that are interested in health, not necessarily medical, but health, and it's going to be a referral network. So it's called Health Plus Connections. Uh, it's not out yet. Just letting you know it's, it's happening. I'm still working on it, getting all the paperwork done. And so when it happens, I'll let you know. We were going to consider putting restaurants in there, people that have good, good choices of food that I would go to. I'll say, okay, listen, why don't we add that as well? So just letting you know, because I get the question every day, Dr. Joe, who do I go to for blank? Many cases, it's us. It's my team of doctors. But something like abnormal uh, breast tissue, that's when you want to go see a breast specialist. Now, there's different things you can do, like we talked about testing, and a biopsy really is the ultimate test. It's the only sure way to know that you have a cancer. And what they do is they remove a little sample of the lump, and your doctor can do this usually with a small needle. Uh, you might need surgery uh, to take part of the lump out for testing. It depends on where it is and how, you know, how it's locked in there. The results will show whether or not it's cancer, and if so, what type? Because there's different types of breast cancer as well. And that's each one has to be treated differently. You don't treat breast cancer across the board the same way. So let's talk about that. There's hormone-sensitive breast cancer. This I want you to understand because this is something that you have control over. It's somewhat, not totally. Sometimes the breast cancer are fueled by hormones like estrogen and progesterone. Your doctor tests the hormone receptors. These are proteins that pick up the signal from the hormones and they tell the, the cancer to grow. A biopsy can show if the tumor receptors are receptors for estrogen, it's called ER, like estrogen positive, or progesterone, PR positive. And about two or three breast cancers are hormone sensitive. Uh, several medications uh, help keep the hormones in check. But what I want you to do, again, this is in conjunction with your medical treatment, I want you to avoid the things that are estrogen or act like estrogen. So where might I find estrogen? Well, animal products. If you're eating meats and dairy products, they have estrogen in them. And the reason is estrogen is a growth hormone. And especially dairy products is loaded with estrogen-like compounds because it makes the cows grow. It's a growth hormone. So one thing I'm going to suggest, in addition to your medical treatment, not instead of, is I really recommend that you cut out all your animal proteins. And there are many studies out there that show when you cut out animal proteins, it reduces your risk of cancer. It doesn't eliminate it, but it reduces it. But to me, logically, if I had estrogen-positive uh, breast cancer, I would want to stay away from things that are estrogen-laden because estrogen causes it to grow more. So animal protein's a biggie. But there's also something called endocrine disruptors. 
Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that act like estrogen. And that might be phthalates. Phthalates are many times are found in perfumes, hairsprays, shampoos, conditioners, uh, carpet cleaners, uh, house fragrances, things you plug in a wall that make the house smell nice, new car smell. Anything that has a smell to it, almost anything, an unnatural smell can have endocrine-disrupting chemicals in it, and it can act like estrogen. Now, is that going to cure your cancer? Probably not. Is it a good idea to add it to your protocol? In my opinion, yes. Why would you do something that puts you at risk if you already know you have, let's say, estrogen-positive uh, breast cancer? Stay away from those things. Microwaves. You put plastic in a microwave and heat it. Uh, when my sister had breast cancer, I remember she would take uh, marinara, you know, uh, red sauce, Italian sauce, put it in a plastic container with meat in it, and put it in a microwave. And I remember saying to her, you know, Sue, maybe that's not the best idea. Oh, that's, you know what you're talking about. Let's assume I'm wrong. Let's assume that eating animal products and estrogen and phthalates and, estrogen and endocrine disrupting hormones have nothing to do with breast cancer. So what? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm right, then you did something positive. There's no downside to being cautious when it comes to these things. And that's what I want you to think about. If there's no downside to it and only an upside, why not do it? Why eat meat and dairy products? I mean, I don't eat meat and dairy products. But why eat them if there's a risk? Why use a microwave if there's a risk? I could hook it up on a stove. There's other food I can eat. It's not like it's the only option. There are plenty of options out there. And so just make better decisions and err on the side of caution. Because if I'm right, great. And if I'm wrong, there's no downside. If you go to Las Vegas and you place a bet and you can only break even or win, would that be a good bet? Absolutely. But if there's a chance of losing, well, then there's a risk involved. But if you break even or win every time, why not do take that bet? I would. That's how I want you to think about this. There's no downside to not eating meats and dairy products. There's plenty of foods out there. We know the longest living people in the world eat a plant-based diet on average. So why not go to that? I'm not saying it's a cure for cancer. I'm saying it's certainly a, a I, I would take it as a, 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 I would not take the chance if I had these issues. Now, I don't take the chance anyway. I, don't, I, don't, I eat a plant-based diet anyway because it just makes sense to me. And every research article I've ever read points to it's positive, maybe it's neutral. Nothing have I ever read anywhere that says eating a plant-based diet has negative impact on your health. Never read it. And I read all day, every day. And I've yet to see it. And so there's no reason to take that risk, especially if you have breast cancer. There's also another uh, type of breast cancer. It's called HER2 or HER2 positive. About 20% of patients with breast cancer, their breast cancer cells have too much of a protein called HER2. And this type, uh, the H they're called HER2 positive or HER2 positive, and it tends to spread faster in other forms. It's important to know whether the tumor is an HER2 positive or HER2 positive because there are special treatments for that type of cancer. That's why you want to get a good diagnostic and find out what you have. So breast cancer is measured in stages, zero to four. And they describe whether the cancer is only in the breast, has it moved to the lymph nodes, or has it spread to the organs like the lungs. Knowing the stage you're in is going to help the doctors that are treating you come up with a better treatment plan. Now, that's why you want to get to things early. Now, I talked last week about not being a taint-nothing patient. And if you don't know what a taint-nothing patient is, 
when I say, when a patient says, Doc, I've had headaches for five years, that ain't nothing. No, it is something. It's something very serious. Yeah, but you know, I just take some aspirin, I deal with it. One of my colleagues I work with, he takes aspirin every single day, and if he stops taking them, he gets rebound headaches. I think he takes ibuprofen. I'm not sure what he takes. But he takes an over-the-counter medication. And if he stops taking them, he gets a rebound headache, which means when you stop the medication, the pain comes back with a vengeance. It comes back stronger. And so he just continues taking them. Now, I like this guy a lot. He's a very good friend of mine. I think he's brilliant. But I'd love to work with him and see if we can get him off his medications. Again, don't stop taking the medication. Let's work with the patient to try to get them well enough that they don't need the medication. And that's always our approach. So I'm going to put my plug in now. I'll go back to cancer in a second. If you have health issues, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches, numbness, tingling, muscle weakness, uh, digestive issues, nutritional concerns, come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. And we, my team of doctors would love to be your doctors. We'd love the opportunity to work with you to try to get to the cause of your healthcare problem and not just treat the symptoms. And in most cases, when it comes to back pain, major, major majority, the cause is a bone out of place, pinching a nerve, swelling in the spine, swollen discs. And my team of doctors are really good at dealing with that. So if you'd like to make an appointment in the Atlanta area, you can go to drjoe.com. That's our website, drjoe.com. And you can book it right online. You can call us. The number's all over the website. You can call us. We're happy to set you up an appointment as quickly as possible. Sometimes we can do it same day, 24 hours, 48 hours. We can usually do it pretty quickly. The initial visit is normally $712. Now, for our listeners, we've reduced that price to $299. And I know that's crazy. But that's an exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, going over the x-rays, and a complete nutrition evaluation. The x-rays alone, anywhere else, is going to cost you more than $299. So we want to make it so that you can come in and we can see if you have a case that we think we can help. And if we can, we'll tell you. If we can't, we're going to say, listen, you don't have a case that falls within our scope of practice, our wheelhouse. We're going to send you over here to some other doctor, some other clinic, some other treatment center so that you can get the best treatment possible. Now, many cases, we co-manage the case. And that's what we're talking about here with, we're talking about breast cancer. I don't want to treat you for breast cancer. I can't treat you for breast cancer. But I can help your body get healthy enough so that you respond better to the other treatments. That's something we're really good at. And that's why we work so closely with other doctors and hospitals and nurses and why we have referral systems back and forth because hospitals many times refer within the hospital. You're a doctor on staff and they refer to the doctors on staff. And they keep it, it's an incestuous little referral network. But we've broken through a lot of these little incestuous referral networks and said, wait a minute, we can offer you something no one within your network can offer. So can you add us to your referral network? And sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes it's no. I know we had a, an attorney the other day and I met with him and he says, well, we don't really refer our cases out to chiropractors because your bills aren't high enough. I said, what? He said, your bills aren't high enough. And I've heard this before. He says, we want those $50,000, $200,000 bills from the surgeons. That's what we're looking for because we get better settlements. I said, but what about the patient? Maybe they don't need surgery. Maybe they don't need all these extended treatments. Maybe they need chiropractic care. Well, we're, our job is to get the biggest settlement possible for the patient. And I found that interesting. It wasn't about the patient's health care. It was about getting the biggest settlement possible for the patient. Yeah, you can make $100,000. Put it in your pocket but you have permanent damage from your spinal injury, is it worth it? No, it's never worth it. 
And you got to remember something, too, folks. When you see these, these attorneys advertising on TV that say, we got a $500,000 settlement for Bob, the attorneys get at least a third, sometimes 40% of that. Then your bills have to come out of that. Then the expenses come out of that and court costs. And uh, if you do depositions, and there's a lot of money that comes out of that, quote, settlement. I want to see them say, this is how much the patient got. Big, big difference. Huge difference. So if you're in a car accident, we'd love to treat you. We try to get to the cause of the problem. And if you need other treatment, we're happy to see you. But anyway, if you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com. All right, so treatments. uh, Of course, there's surgery available. Many types of breast cancer surgery. uh, They can take out the lump. Uh, Again, we don't do that. That's not our job. They can remove the whole breast, which is a mastectomy. There's radiation treatment. Radiation kills cancer cells with high-energy waves. And it can be used after breast cancer surgery to wipe out any cancer cells that might be at the site. Now, it's come a long way in the past 20 years. They used to just radiate the heck out of everything, and hopefully they can get the cancer cells. Now they're focusing a lot more specific as to exactly where they want to focus the radiation. But the key is, if you have chemo, if you have radiation, if you have any type of surgery, you want to get as healthy as possible going into the surgery and as healthy as possible coming out of the surgery. So I'm not saying don't do the surgery. What I'm saying is let's get you healthy so that you do better. And we have doctors now, orthopedic surgeons especially, can send us patients because I meet with them and I'll say, listen, there's a lot of patients that are so sick, they can't have surgery. They say, so it happens all the time. They're so sick. I said, why don't you send them to us? Let us try to get them well, well enough to have surgery. And then we can send them back to you and you can do the surgery. Surgeons love the idea. I said, there is a risk involved. The risk is they may not need the surgery when we're done with them. And they always say, smart ones do, say, well, it doesn't matter because we're not going to operate on them anyway. The insurance company isn't paying for it. patient can't afford it. So we're not going to operate them on it anyway. Go, go have at it. And so there's options there when you're not healthy enough to get well. I kind of laugh at that statement, but the insurance companies decide that. The risk is too high. We're not going to pay for it. Come see us. Let's see if we can get you healthy enough to have the surgery or maybe not need the surgery. Either way, I'm fine. Either way, you're fine. Either way, the surgeon's fine. Nobody loses in that scenario. So that's what we try to do in our office. We work on the nervous system. We work on the digestive system. And we work on your diet. And we try to get you as healthy as we possibly can for the next phase of your healthcare treatment. Sometimes there is no other phase. Most times there is no other phase. We're the end game. If there is other treatments, we love to co-manage the cases. So we'd love to see you as patients. So other treatments, again, chemotherapy, of course. Chemotherapy, uh, sometimes it's given IV, sometimes it's oral. So there's a lot of different types of chemotherapy out there. Uh, There's the big treatment now in cancer, which I'm real excited about, is immunotherapy. And it turns out your body's own defense-fighting powers can be turned against the cancer. I like this approach. There's drugs called immune checkpoint inhibitors, and they target certain proteins and immune system cells. It can make it harder for the cancer cell to invade and attack, and immunotherapy sometimes is used uh, to treat advanced cancers. Now, I like the fact that we're, we as a, a society are looking at the immune system to try to help the body get well. Uh, if I did a great show, it's on the website, drjoe.com, and it's on immunity. You could just type in immunity in the search bar on the website and listen to the show. Once again, I'm not saying I have a cure for cancer. I'm saying these are things we can do in addition to the other treatments. A little later, I'm going to talk about what's the difference 
uh, between breast cancer treatment, uh, conventional versus natural. We're going to talk about definitions and how they all come together and work together. And it's not just breast cancer. It's all, it's all, all healthcare. I shouldn't even say just cancer. Anything healthcare, we can work with our colleagues to get the best results possible. Even uh, the VA now. If the Veterans Administration refers you to our office or any chiropractic office, they will pay usually the first 12 visits, 100%. Because the VA, after people like myself screaming and yelling and jumping up and down, tried to convince them that it's cheaper to send them out to us than treat them in-house. And they did. And now we get VA patients all the time. Folks, going to have to go to a break real soon. If you have any questions, you can send them to me through our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Little bot pops up. Send me questions. I'll, we'll answer them as quickly as we can. If you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com, you could book it right online. Uh, you can call us or do it right online. We accept people with all insurances. Uh, sometimes it's in network, sometimes it's out of network coverage, sometimes there's no coverage. We'll work with you based on what insurance you have. If you're ever in a car accident, again, please come see us immediately. Don't waste time. Car accidents, sports injuries, the longer we wait, the harder it is to treat that. And uh, again, the website, drjoe.com. If you're a podcast junkie, go to Dr. Joe for the health of it on your podcast service. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.